Welcome to the Pass the Brain Cell podcast, part two of our soybean weeaboo birthday bash. I am your host, Exotic Minivan. I am a secondary host, Lightfire53. And I'm not going to say the H word, EJ Soybean. Since he won't say it, I will. Uh, we're your hosts, EJ Soybean, and returning for the very first time ever, at least for now, Annie May. Yeah, welcome back. This uh, this episode almost didn't happen. Uh, my poor son, he has a dual ear infection and decided that, well, not decided, but his body's like, nope, you're going to be in too much pain to sleep. And he's like, well, I only have one way to react to pain as a baby. And that's to cry very, very hard. He has to sing the song of his people. And Shahala, he feels better soon. Uh, we took good care of you, we think. Even though you cried really hard, we, you eventually went to sleep. And then the next night, which was last night, uh, you slept like a baby. And then tonight, we're hoping the same thing happens, so I have the phone on the ready in case I need to go up and be a parent. <clears throat> so, yeah. Yeah. So... Part two of anime, but before we get to that, this week in gaming, this week in gaming, guys, I beat RE4 VR. Um, Congratulations! Yeah, I I learned I could not do the final boss legit. Uh, I got hit too many times. Um, it's kind of bullshit. Hit, like he has like ten thousand eyes, and they open and they open up, and you have to shoot them as they open up. But some of them are on his back, and he never turns around. So they're super hard to hit, and you cannot hit him unless you take out that eyeball first. And so um, I hit a point where I did it about probably three-quarters of the way legit, and I was like, you know what, fuck this. I had a rocket launcher for the whole game, and I was like, yeah, it's time to use it. So then I pulled it out. It would not fire. And I'm like, oh, shit, Like, what the fuck? Is it because I have to wait for him to do his thing, and then he chopped my head off? I was like, well, fuck, <laughs> okay. So I like went off to the side real quick before I started, pulled it out, pulled the trigger, and I was like, oh, it just doesn't work. What if I hold it with two hands? Didn't work. You have to pull both triggers at the same time on both controllers to get it to shoot while hmm. holding it with two hands. If you hold it with one hand and pull both triggers, it still will not fire. You just have to hold it with both hands and pull both triggers. So with that knowledge, I reloaded, went to him. I missed. So I had to reload again, and then that time I got him, but it still didn't do the thing. But then as soon as I shot one more eyeball, then I got Ada Wong throwing the special rocket launcher and being like, hey, use this, and then I blew him up. And I was like, sweet. The question is, did you blow him up while he was in a volcano, while you're in a helicopter with the power of friendship? Uh, no, I blew him up on a giant construction rig with, Bridges that went up and down based on a video game ass timer. Sounds about right. Yeah, it was very ridiculous. It's like two large platforms connected by two bridges that go up and down on a set timer. And if you get caught in the middle of the bridge while it's going down, you have to do a quick time event to jump to the other side and then pull yourself back up while Monster Spider Saddler pounces you. And it's it's not good. But I decided. I am not free from RE4 VR because I went, you know, that was really fun and I can move while shooting. Let's do it on hard mode because Lifefire knows I love RE4 on hard mode. Um, started <laughs> that. Oh, yeah, it made me very angry. Um, so I started that. Uh, I'm about a third of the way through the game. I just got through the village. I'm about to go to the castle which the beginning of the castle is like one of the worst parts for me because you have Ashley and there's tons of enemies and it's terrible. But I'll rant about that next week. Um, excuse me. So I actually realized as long as the goal of the room is to just leave the room, I could just shoot them in the head, kick them to get around them, and then just run past everybody. So I've been saving... So much ammo that my case is full constantly. Like, uh, there's this cabin scene where you're, you know, in a cabin defending with uh, Luis. And eventually he's like, hey, Leon, come upstairs. 
like we we were holding one window down perfectly and the other two were blocked off and all of a sudden Luis is like nope we're going upstairs and I was like why only one window is open and then I shot a couple more guys out that window turned around and everyone like spawned inside the cabin and it was just on my ass I was like oh shit shotgun boom boom went upstairs they were all like sending ladders up so I was just running around in a circle knocking down all the ladders and then every once in a while shooting a guy so I left that encounter with tons and tons of ammo. The only problem I've had so far, so far, is the first major boss fight, which is uh, Mendez. He's this giant, like, bug man. Like, he just stretches his spine out in, the, in a barn that's on fire, and it's not great. He takes tons of fire damage, which is great, but... Have you guys ever had a boss fight where, like, it has two phases? And you can do the first phase really easily, but the second phase keeps fucking you? Legend That's what kept happening. Yeah. I... That was the case with Eddie, May, and myself, uh, like, two nights ago. Mm-hmm. I could get through <laughs> the first true. phase in about 30 seconds pretty consistently. Because at, at first, of course, I had trouble with the first phase, but then I figured out there's a... Exploding barrel to the right, so I would let him walk to that, blow it up. While he was getting hurt from that, I'd run to the other side, and there was an uh, incendiary grenade. I would grab that, throw it. If I missed, I would just restart, because there's just no point. Um, and then I would shoot him in the head six or seven times. Then his lower body falls off, and he starts hanging off of these pillars, but then he can now go really, really fast, and could just stab you and kill you in one hit, which kept happening. Like, I'd be running, and then all of a sudden, I, he was behind me, and then my screen would just turn red, and it just says 3D, you are dead, would appear. And I'm like, okay, that's cool, thanks. Um, eventually, my strategy was just, anytime he... Well, <laughs> I would I would just use the sniper as a precise shotgun, essentially, and without aiming down the sight, I would just shoot him, you know, no scope with a sh- with a sniper from across the room, and if he got anywhere near me, I would just jump back down to the bottom floor. And as soon as he got down to the bottom floor, I'd shoot him with a shotgun to throw him off his game, and then climb back up the ladder. And did that a bunch, and took a few tries, and that's a few. I mean, like ten, and then then I finally got it. So, are you proud of the other? Yeah. Hey, it's Sorry, I had a lot happen, so that's why I was yeah. But um, uh, how about you, Light? Um, I have not had as much happen. Um, I have done Destiny 2, as is expected. I've done Forza Horizon 5, as is expected, and Assassin's Creed Odyssey, as is expected. There was also one other game that I played recently, but that will be saved for a later date. So, yeah, uh, this week in gaming, no gaming news. It's funny because you would think that as stuck in my end uh, stuck as i am to my video games that i would be gaming uh but no i had my daughter um over because you know of course spring break is a thing and you know her mom couldn't work from home so of course she stays with me and i got i worked from home uh, which was fine I, I had my little gremlin running around but i did go to new york city on saturday which was actually pretty fun uh ran around the city for a couple of hours got into trouble watch a person yell at another person in a Petco, which was amazing. I did not know that they openly sell marijuana at the corner and got cursed out because I was questioning why they were doing that. And I went to the Harry Potter store. So overall, pretty good experience. And uh, it was a great Saturday. That's good to hear. My only thought is, why is spring break so late for you guys? Because she's at a Catholic school and they kind of like tied it close to um, Easter. I see. So they were just like, Easter Sunday, God rises on it. Listen, I'm not a religious person. That's not something I'm down with. Uh, but the the more time I get to spend with my midget, the better it is for me. So it was a great, what, she was there, what, Tuesday? So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then she came back Sunday night, Monday. So she was basically with me for a good six days. So it wasn't too bad. Yeah, because our spring break started March 13th and ended on March 24th. Yeah, no. Catholic schools, they like being their own peoples, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, um, yeah, spring break is when I see more kids running around on the street and asking me how much I make per I hour. I thought you were going to say running around. 
getting ran over by <laughs> Well, actually, now, as long as nobody, I won't get in trouble as long as nobody, uh, nobody from my job hears this, I get paid by the stop again. So that's awesome. Ooh. Yeah. Didn't so. you recommend this to some people at your work? Nope. Uh, I told them not to listen to it because it's terrible. Uh, Annie May? Yes. So the last week in gaming for me, um, continuing to play the game of life, I worked like six days in a row. So that was uh, unpleasant, but uh, that's okay. I played lots of Destiny 2. Uh, Lightfire finally decided that he wanted to finish the Legendary Campaign. That's a joke because he's been waiting on me for a while. So we have just the final mission of the Legendary Campaign on our secondary characters left, I think. Um, we also got yeah, this our one, He's my third character. Because <laughs> my Titan has already gotten him through. Oh yeah, you did that one solo though. Um, yes, I did. We got up to rank 8 now, are we? We're rank 8, right? We're working on rank 9 Guardian ranks. Yes, 8 working on 9. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, so we ascended that. We just need to do Proving Grounds, uh, which is notoriously one of the fan-favorite Nightfalls to have to do especially on Grandmaster difficulty. Um, no, they also dropped the, that... uh, the score that was needed. Uh, we needed 200,000 before, now we need just 180,000. Yeah, Ooh. I saw that. That That's going to be nice, a nice change. Um, though in order to get the highest Guardian rank, which is rank 11, you have to guild Conqueror, and it has to be in that season. So... If you are wanting to get rank 11 this season, then you will have to do the the Proving Grounds Grandmaster. So uh, I, I will we'll be content see. to get up to 10, because it also requires you to also <laughs> seasonally do uh, the latest dungeon solo, as well as Masters of the Last Raid, as well as Dungeon. Which, I mean, all in all, it's not terrible, but... Master Spire, not bad. Master Ron, not bad, depending on the challenge that's active that week and if you feel like going for it. Um, and even Solo Dungeon is, isn't going to be terrible. Spire's, Spire's one of the more soloable dungeons, I would say, um, as someone who has attempted not yet completed Spire. I, th I think it's... I think I got that dog in me, so we'll see. I might try and go for rank 11... I think the thing that might stop me, though, is that Grandmaster lineup, because it is particularly brutal this season. It's the Mars Battleground from last season, which is probably the hardest well, they battle. They that one as well, didn't they? Like, people are going to complain that it's the hardest, but they've already tweaked... Well, they also tweaked the amount of enemies in it. And... Enemy density, but the boss is still very brutal. Um, I have among never other soloed any dungeon. I've solo flawless grasp. That was fun. Oh, also, I played um, a game that I will be talking about in a future episode as well. Uh, I think it might be similar to the one that Lightfire played, but I don't know if it's the exact same one. So with that, we're gonna get on to our favorite part of the podcast: the Netflix Kid Show of the Week. Ooh. And this week, I did not watch one. <laughs> Because unfortunately, Damn. my kid was sick, and uh, he was. I actually did start watching one, um, which is initially what that message to Soybean was about, where I said, "I will need you because you are a professional." Because I started watching Octonauts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, it's it's strange. I I haven't watched it enough to really get an opinion on it. Besides, I watched a bit of the pilot, Nate. I watched a bit of the pilot, and they're making a big deal that above-surface storms are just as bad underwater, and I'm like, no, that's not how that works. And the cat's Australian, and there's a bunny that doesn't look like a bunny, and it's just, uh, I don't know. There's they're all cats, or yeah. bears, or whatever you want to call it. So instead, 
Uh, I have a fun little thing I would like to do with the birthday boy. <laughs> so I watched this video where the current voice actor for Leon S. Kennedy from Resident Evil 4 said some of the really stupid fucking lines from the original game that they cut out. And I pulled a bunch of those lines for Soybean to play as Leon S. Kennedy. Because I want to know what his interpretation would be. <clears throat> so, if you wouldn't mind opening up your messages. Uh, we have a few of these ones. Uh, in most of these, you'll be playing as Leon. And just, just read them in the most, I don't know, heroic, Leon-esque voice. Or just however you feel like uh, it should be read. Yeah, pretty much. You're trying to be a badass in all these, okay? <laughs> so I have... Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So I have nine. These aren't too long. So, Soybean, are you ready? We're going to start from the top. Can we just pick off the one that says... All right, all right, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, these are, these are some of the most famous, like, just dumb lines. Oh, these are just his famous ones? <laughs> these are the most famous ones, yes. Okay. Stay in the scene, real quick. Game opens. Uh, Leon S. Kennedy is riding in the back of a po police cruiser. And the police decide to start a conversation with Leon. Yo, who... So I'm playing as police. Mm -hmm. Yo, who are you really? Come on and tell us. You are a long way from home, cowboy. You have my sympathies. I guess that's the locals' way of breaking the ice. Anyway, you know what this is all about? My assignment is to search for the president's missing daughter. What? All by yourself? I'm sure you boys didn't just tag along so we could sing Kumbaya together at someone Boy Scout fire a uh, bonfire. Then again, maybe you did. Ha! <laughs> oh, you crazy American. It's a direct order from the chief himself. I tell you, it's no picnic. Fantastic. <laughs> so Good bad. job. That's so bad. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> that scene. Scene two. Leon finds a moving uh, a moving wardrobe, opens it, and Luis Sarah falls out. After taking uh, after ripping the duct tape off his mouth, Luis Sarah says, "Ah, oh, little rough, don't you think? You're not like them, are you?" No, you. <sighs> okay, I have only one very important question. You got smoke. You got gum. Oh, it's not a question. You're just like, got gum. Oh, oh, <laughs> got oh. Gum. Got gum? <laughs> it just sounds like a question. Like, if you say got gum, it's like, got milk? Like, you just automatically assume it's a question. Do you have something that I'm looking that's for? Almost, that's almost better. It's like, you got smoke? You're like, you got gum? <laughs> you got, you got mail. You, you it, got it just mail. Says, Got gum? It sounds like a question. No matter how, got gum? Got got gum? Got gum? <laughs> it just sounds like a question. Scene three. This is the only one where you're not gonna play as Leon. You will play as Luis Sarah. This is the one where Leon, Luis, and Ashley are trapped in a cabin, and they have a bit of conversation before the uh, villagers come and attack. Oh, okay. I'm not. Lu I'm not. I'm not. Uh, Luis. You are Luis. Uh, Leon. Small world, hey. Well, I see the president has equipped his daughter with ballistics, too. <laughs> How rude. And I don't believe there's any re relevance with my figure and my standing. Who are you? <laughs> oh, no. Excuse me, your highness. Perhaps the young lady might want to introduce herself first before asking someone his name. Her name's Ashley Graham, the president's daughter. <laughs> With ballistics too. <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry. I'm getting a kick out of this. I don't know if you guys are. I'm sorry. I'm changing we're... the voice for the character, so it won't sound like the same person. No, it's great. All right, you're playing Leon for the rest of these. Uh, All right. Scene set. Uh, Leon and Ashley walk into a castle, and they meet the owner of the castle. I was starting to wonder when you might notice us. Who are you? Because <laughs> it was like confidently bored. <laughs> it says confidently bored. Miyamo Roman Salazar, the eighth Castilian, Castilian 
of this magnificent architecture. I've been honored with the pro prodigious power from the great Lord Sadler. I've been expecting you, my brethren. No thanks, bro. My, my, we've got a feisty one. If you care for your own well-being, I suggest you surrender yourself and simply become our hostage. Oh, Mr. Scott, you can give us the girl because you're not worth a penny, I'm afraid. You can die. I, I, like, I like the way you read that one because in the original, he's like yelling across the room. So he's like, who are you? And you're just like, who are you? <laughs> Confidently nope. born. Who like, are you? Okay. All right, cool, and then, I guess. No thanks, bro. And you're, he's just like, no thanks, bro. Keeping <laughs> <laughs> the vibe natural, just keeping it, keeping it consistent. <laughs> Not just uh, confidently asking who you are, bored, and then get excited out of nowhere. <laughs> scene set, you um, set scene. You walk into a, you walk into a different room later on and meet Salazar. What a pleasant surprise! But I'm afraid it's Ashley we need, not you, Mister Kennedy. If you don't need me, then get off my back, old man. Did you say old man, Mr. Candy? It might come as a surprise that I'm only 20 years old. Funny. <clears throat> next up, next up, um, uh, Salazar is very pissed off that you have not uh, been dying. So he sends his, uh, so he sends his, uh, one of his henchmen to come attack you. So maybe you have nine lives, but it doesn't matter now, Mr. Candy. I've sent my right hand to dispose of you. Your right hand comes off? Fantastic. Thank you. Your right hand comes off? Your right <clears throat> hand comes off? I um, just lost my voice on that one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think this is our third to last one. Yep, yep, yep. She'd say, uh, you've killed Salazar, and you are now talking to Lord Sadler. I hope to, oh my god, I hate to break it, break out to, what? <laughs> I hate to break it out to you? Okay. I hate to break it out to you, but Salazar's dead. Yes, it seems that way. Salazar, Sadler, why don't you give up and let Ashley go home? Perhaps you are disillusioned with overconfidence just because you killed my small-time subordinate? Sadler? You're small-time. Oh damn! You actually like nailed it. That's basically how he said it. <laughs> Except the funny, the line where he's like asked, like, um, he let Ashley go home. He sounds like annoyed that when he says it. It's really funny. He goes like, "Sadler, why don't you just give up and let Ashley go home?" <laughs> um, <laughs> scene set. You and Ashley jump down into a garbage chute. At the bottom of the chute, Ashley says, "Are you out of your mind?" I knew if you fell. <laughs> I knew. I knew you'd be fine if you landed on your butt. Yep. Top tier lines, man. Oh my god, who wrote this fucking dude? Oh my god, it's so dumb. Fucking last one. Um, you're talking. Uh, let's see. I think Leon just killed someone else. I don't fucking know. I don't remember. And uh, Sadler's talking. Ah, I have an idea. Since you're here. Why don't I introduce you to it? It should keep you busy. <laughs> Can't remember the name. <laughs> a senior moment, perhaps. It's so stupid. <laughs> so there you I go. Think I might that's, do that to some people at work. <laughs> that's our. That's that's our voice actor of EJ Soybean playing Leon S. Kennedy. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I really. I think I want to. I always wanted to do something in voice acting. I just didn't know. And have you changed <laughs> your mind about it now? Oh no, I'm 100. I'm full, full, full force, full steam ahead. You're ruining. I'm gonna quit my day job. I love that. I love how much confidently bored messed you up. That was fucking great. Well, my question is, what is a okay? So if an actor is called a thespian, right? What is a voice actor? A voice, voice actor. Thespian. That's why I thought it was a voice thespian. It's just like the thespian of the voice. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, that'll be the last time we're doing that. But thank you, Soybean, for oh, you think? providing. What? It could be a recurring segment. Yeah, possibly. Because... 
Just if we have tons up. of other lines from other stupid games, did any of the lines, I think toward the end I kind of heard it, but did any of the lines you just looked at it and went, what the fuck? It was the one that she fell on her ass, and he was just like, I knew you'd be fine if you fell on your butt. Like, yeah. <laughs> who tells that to somebody? Like, <laughs> That would have got him a slap. <laughs> <laughs> no, in the game, it would have been like, Leon! <laughs> Leon! <laughs> How could you say that about me, Leon? Yeah. Oh, you know the right hand one. He sounded like a total smartass when he said it too. It was like, you know, I set my right hand to dispose of you, and he goes, "Your right hand comes off." <laughs> Sounds stupid. No, yeah, like a bruh moment. Your right <laughs> hand comes off. <laughs> like worried and is amazed at the same time. It's like it's like you could do that. <laughs> well, no, he's just being a no. He's just being a. Freaking smart ass. It's, it's, oh, where'd oh, everyone times. go? Bingo? Oh, yeah, I heard that one. Because <laughs> I have the VR version of this, and I keep getting my ass beaten by this dude who comes from behind me and, and, and uh, gets me. Well, that happens lots of times. I'm curious where that is. Right in the village, as soon as you get into the village. Oh, well, don't do that. Just keep moving. If you keep moving, you won't get hit. Yeah, you get swarmed immediately. Yeah, sometimes. I'll try to take them all out. Yeah. Um. So, hentai. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was the H word I was not going to say today. Thank God I didn't say it. <laughs> nope, someone was. <laughs> well, so I mean, can you tell us about your favorite hentai? It's called Redo of Healer. It is actually pretty good. I like it. What's it called? Redo of Healer. Redeal Healer? No, Redo of Healer. Redo of Healer. All right. Let me go on private real quick. <laughs> and you can tell us about your actual uh, anime while I look that up. All right, cool. So it is my list. So we're going to go down in reverse order. So I don't want anyone to think that we're going to go in top to bottom, like we continuously have done. All right, so for me, um, as much as I wanted to give everyone, every person, their own little, like little, you know, I guess, station and say, oh, I want to fill out the whole list. Everyone has to get their equal seven. So these are my seven. So I'm going to start with magic. And this one's kind of a twofer because technically, for those who don't know and only watch anime only, get ready to get spoiled. You have five seconds to turn off and leave fire force is a prequel to soul eater so soul eater and fire force are basically the same thing and you might look at it and be like people shoot fire out their hands and soul eaters eat souls but in a magical sense they shoot fire out their hands their feet and they eat souls by turning people into weapons so for me it kind of covers that boundary uh, and then learning like having the fire force be its own show before the writer decided to say, oh, hey, by the way, this was a prequel to Soul Eater. And I love that. I love that mentality that he had was he, he grasped everyone and, and made everyone like the show. And then at that point, he said, oh, by the way, this is an add-on to this. Without, and you know how usually you guys run into things where it says, oh, it's a prequel to a movie. And then the prequel's ass. Because the expectation is to meet the same standard of the show that was previously viewed. The fact that he didn't do that, he didn't set no expectations, he just set a new manga, and it, it turned out to actually be a prequel, it was actually pretty amazing. Real done, I like that one. So, it's an anime movie, but still to consider an anime, because it still has its own anime, but I like this movie, and got me into the series. Uh, if you do have time, it was on Netflix for a while, do not watch it around children, exotic, you're not allowed to watch it around kids, uh, but okay. it's called Devil Man. Crybaby. I don't know if you heard about it. It's pretty good. This one devil has boobs that ate people. They oh. went to a rave and the boobs started to like elongate and then started to eat people. It was I, when I first watched this and I watched that part, I was so confused and concerned why that was in the show at all like i was i think i, I think who was I, this time i think i was with my daughter's mom 
And she walked into the room and she just looks at the TV and goes, is that lady's titties eating somebody? <laughs> yes, she is. And uh, I'm all, I'm for it. I'm down bad. Uh, so that is going to be my uh, supernatural pick um, for fantasy. I'm choosing uh, sort of online as a whole, um, as you know, I think everyone, I think Lightfire also picked this one as well, uh, sort of online. Um, there is, I would say, ups and downs with the series, um, but the final two Underworld series was actually pretty, pretty good. I felt like they touched on the thought themes really well and how they explained the story and the psyche of like humanity as a whole and how that can like, you know, us as people who play games view these NPCs as just people or, or just things that can be murdered, like, you know, in Grand Theft Auto or Skyrim, you just wipe out a whole town and it does no repercussion in our world. But in their world, it does, there is a repercussion for some of the actions that you do uh, commit, which is amazing how they did the story. It still had its up and down, but still, Sword Art Online is amazing. I love it. Um, I think, which one was it that I wasn't really too much of a fan? I think it was Elfhelm. I think, I feel like there wasn't enough time to grow with the characters. It was just like, it was like a reskinning of the first, kind of like of the first season, but without, you know, um, his main chick at his side. So for... It was definitely creepy baby vibes. I mean, there was tentacle monsters. There was definitely creepy baby vibes immediately. And people getting off on experimenting on humans. Like, I get there's people out there who do get off on certain things. And I'm not judging your kinks. You know, live your best life, kink king. But I just feel like that just, like, I don't know how you get excited by causing harm to other people. It's just so weird. Uh, so for my drama, I think everyone likes it, even though they're extending a final season, multiple seasons, uh, but Attack on Titan. I read the manga before watching the anime, and I feel like the anime does a really good job at portraying some of the emotions that some of the characters go through. Um, because if you read the manga, the artist uses a lot of, like, deep ink strokes to like relay like sadness and and drama in some of his writings but if you watch the anime they also interpret that in a way but it also gives characters life and i feel like because they they bring characters to life like the potato girl um i won't ruin anything for it but there was there's a part of the story that involves her that you will end up hating a character that doesn't even exist in real life but the way they you know they animate these characters in, in, in the show. It's just, it's, it's really good. You should, you should watch it. Exotic. I don't know if you're writing down the list of things that you should, but um, you probably should write this down. So my slice of life is Beastars. Again, I'm a reader before I'm a watcher, and I am a proud reader. Because I feel like a lot of people go, oh, watching is so much better. You don't see characters' moves in the in the manga. For me, I have a really vivid imagination, and I feel like I can see the characters' movements and and hear the their the voice actors actually portray the characters. Might be weird, or I might have some type of autistic brain, but it is what it is. Um, but I feel like B Stars is pretty good. I, I love the the adaptation and the kind of how they they put it. It's basically a wolf that ends up falling in love with a rabbit. And the rabbit is promiscuous. The rabbit has does things with different students. <laughs> in the show, and then she falls, and then the rabbit actually falls in love with the wolf. And like, there's like, you know, they touch on hybrid monster, you know, hybrid, you know, inbred um, animals in the show. And he himself is actually a hybrid, which is actually pretty interesting. Like how the dynamic of like, oh, if you're a wolf, you need to stay with a wolf, but his mom didn't, and she, you know, made it with another wolf just to make it for him to have a better life so he won't be stuck with that, uh, I guess, hybridness, I guess, that was going to cause it because his grandfather was like a salamander or some weird thing. Um, but Beastars is actually pretty good, so you should watch it. It's actually really good. The really good. only thing I know about Beastars is the Doshi Trek. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which isn't even technically Beastars, it's Drawfee. It, I know, but the way Drawfee does their shows, like, they touch on all types of genres, and I feel like 
I want to meet them in real life. And I wish that I did see some one of them walking around New York. Like I was actively looking to see if one of them was just going to pop <laughs> out of like a sewer or something, especially of a sewer. <laughs> <laughs> especially my favorite one of the cast. She's the most, I feel like she's like lovingly sarcastic. It is not Julia. Um, she's lovingly Karina. sarcastic. Yeah, of course she, she radiates small girl energy, but I honestly think she's like maybe five seven, so she's not really too small. She's like average height, I guess. Um, but she definitely aver- like radiates like pick me up energy, and I don't I don't know why, but you know it is what it is. Uh, so my comedy choice is Kono Suba, God's blessings on this wonderful world. If you haven't watched it watch it there is this one part that again my shows are a little adultish i guess like a lot of them are adult themed like they have them like really strong it's not like something you put on and you can watch with your your kid and be like oh my god that was funny they have funny moments if you're an adult and you have like a dirty sense of humor sometimes so is this guy you are the horny basically there's a guy who dies in our world trying to save a girl from a tractor. And the way he dies was so humiliating, humiliating, um, that the God who's reviving him into another world is like laughing at him. So he's like, oh, you think it's funny? Guess what? He goes, you, I could bring one thing, I'm bringing you. So he brings Aqua, which is the goddess, back to the, to the new world that he's being revived in because no one wants to be revived there because you have to fight monsters. And they go through all these stories and meet all these other characters there's this one brute character that's like really strong and she is a sadist uh is it sadist sadist is the one who deals pain or is it masochist she's a masochist she loves pain like it it turns her on and i don't know why but it just does it that's just her that's her kink but then there was this i think it was even their season or a movie he runs into a hermaphrodite which is basically a person who's born with both one uh, female and male parts um but it more leans onto the fact that she has breasts. So he thought immediately, oh, this is a woman. So he like lets himself be absorbed into her boobs. And he goes, is something poking me in my back? And then she looks down at him. She goes, because it is. And then he starts like frantically trying to get away from her because his, the peen is poking his back. Hilarious is another good watch if you like, you know, raunchy humor and it's hilarious. Um, another repeat, I think someone said for my action, Naruto. I grew up with it. I think one year they had like a hundred episodes marathon on Cartoon Network. And I sat down, it was during the summer. I didn't leave the house. I think I ate a blurry in front of the TV. I didn't, I tried not to take bathroom breaks. Like if I did, it was always during a commercial, but I I watched all the episodes. I think it went all the way up to when Naruto fought. Neji, and then it continued after that because it was like the you know the Leaf War arc when they were fighting against the Sound Ninja and stuff like that. I'm a huge fan of Naruto. I don't have a Naruto tattoo yet, but I'm definitely thinking about it. Um, I just don't know. Hey, I have a Deathly Hollows tattoo. Okay, that's okay. Yeah. So just you know, I need to add it somewhere. I just don't know where and of what. But right, you know, I'm not going to get. No. Or I was the thinking forehead, about like, the headbands. Yes. I was oh thinking about that, like <laughs> Neji's, when he has like the axe on his forehead and he covers it with his. With I his can head. do it, please. Alternatively, <laughs> Hidden Leaf Village tramp stamp. Who's gonna see it? No one goes back to my back door, so it's like, I'm just. I forget I have a back tattoo already. I have a I have a phoenix and a dragon back there. And occasionally I get scared because I think something's on me. And then I look, I'm like, oh, oh shit, gosh. I have a back tattoo. <laughs> so dumb. It's, it's so bad because I walk by the mirror. I'm like, what the fuck was that? And then I go and I turn. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> She's like a cat that scares itself in the mirror. Right? <laughs> what the fuck was it? <laughs> Be like, is that another fucking cat? Permanence is not a thing with swimming. <laughs> no. If I don't see it, it does not exist. So just letting you know that, ladies. If you if you disappear for too many days, I will forget about your existence and then start living my best. Uh, so just FYI. 
Uh, my <laughs> adventure is uh, Full Metal Aquaman's Brotherhood. Lightfire, you mentioned it. Um, and this reason why I like strongly agreed with you. It was a retelling. It was a telling of the manga directly. Like the story was straight from the manga. So there wasn't too much like liberty of like how they could take the story like regular um, Full Metal um, Alchemist. But Brotherhood followed the, the manga a little closer, which was great. And that's the reason why you felt like the story was a little more complete. Um, I have seen tons of anime. I have seen tons of Korean anime and Chinese anime. I like to like widen my horizon. And I feel like some people just get stuck on Japanese anime and think, oh, that's the only thing that's out there. And I think that's the reason why I picked this to be my birthday themed. Uh, conversation to kind of like spread the information out there that it's not just from Japan that makes anime like you can watch other um, I guess animated you know mangas or I guess you want to say it right uh, and and still enjoy it right like I think they're redoing or they're making a one called uh, solo leveling that was a Korean manga that then is getting turned into an anime and it's not from Japan so it's like it's a different story even the characters and stuff like that have different names um i think another one was like battle of the gods or something like that which was an i think it was a chinese anime that they uh a manga that was converted into an anime so this is the reason why you know i wanted to bring exotic minivan into the light and hopefully completely baptize him in the anime world and him slowly become a weeb and going into like churches dressed up as an anime character and being questioned like why are you wearing a headband to church and he's going to be like because it's my it's my nindo it's my ninja way as naruto says in some of his episodes so yeah those are my seven they're not like my perfect seven but those are the ones that i won't take up 14 hours of a podcast to explain why i like each anime well, you're about to be insanely disappointed with my list because I have got the ultimate anime list. Oh, I feel the sweaty ultimate. already. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> shout out because I can't call it the best because I watched it again. And it's terrible. Code Lyoko does not hold up at all. Big I don't even know if you call that an anime, but, you know, the 2D style is probably like anime. Yeah, whatever. It looks anime-ish. It's very bad. <laughs> So if, so if I'm if I'm shouting out Code Lyoko, oh boy, I'm just gonna let you guys know it's gonna start out normal and then go be not so normal toward the end. Okay, um, I don't really know where to put this slice of life. I guess um, I put down initial D. I've watched a little bit of it. Uh, it's basically about a bunch of people that live near a mountain road and they uh, take their cars drifting. And they have, like, competitions to get from the top of the winding road to the bottom. And basically the fastest way to do it is by drifting. Every episode ends on a cliffhanger. Haven't watched all of it. I watched a bit of the first season or the first, uh, I forgot what they call them. They don't call them stages stage. or volumes. Stages. Thank you. Yep. First 10 episodes of the first stage. It was super good. Um, the only reason I stopped watching it was because on YouTube they started skipping episodes. So I was just <laughs> trying to find a place. I'm as as uh, well, just like Lightfire. I prefer my anime dubbed. It's just mm. easier for me. I've tried it subbed. I've tried it both ways, and I'm just like I just enjoy it more if it's dubbed. So I'm trying to find a few a... things you will try both ways. Yeah. Um, you so... buy W O. <laughs> so I um, so I just I'm, I'm pretty sure it'd be on the website. I just need time to watch it because that's one. That's probably the one I want to go back to. The second most behind this next one, which is my magic show, which is Ruby, because since six people know magic, it's a magic show. Uh, Ruby. It is. It, you, you can argue <laughs> that semblances aren't magic, but what is a semblance? Magic. Just you not know called what? magic. I was, I was actually, when my list was even shorter, I was going to basically talk 20 minutes about why Ruby fits all these categories. But, um, oh, all it absolutely could fit show. multiple. I don't think just multiple. I think all of them. <laughs> uh, let me look again. Yeah, pretty much. Even sci-fi. Weapons. Boom. That's sci-fi. It's also a gun. It's also a gun. Everything's a it gun. That's why it's good. <laughs> um, 
just want to make a There's controversial actually two stance. things that aren't guns, but yeah, controversial stance. Only, Ironwood only did nothing wrong. Ironwood did everything perfectly right, and I think he should still be happy and not the way he is. <clears throat> so, I don't want to spoil anything. He's super dead. Uh, unfortunately, super dead since uh, he jumped on that grenade, not me. Uh, <laughs> Ironwood did nothing wrong. Basically, everything Lightfire said about Ruby last week is amazing. You know, it's it's right. Um, it's hard to start. It gets really bad. More recently, it's been getting better. Except Volume Eight was not great. But from what I heard, Volume Nine is good. Um, and then Volume Seven was pretty good, and Six was who who it started out really good and then got really bad. You do not have a four episode mech fight. Don't do that. With multiple, multiple Ruby monologues. Don't do that. Was it four episodes? I thought it was just the finale. No, it was multiple episodes. Like the mech, the mech appeared, God, I forgot how many episodes were in volume six, but like I think the mech appeared on like episode nine and it ended on like episode 12 or something. It was a while. Okay, Soybean, are you ready? Those are my two normal ones. All right. I'm 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 already getting hot. Let's go. All right. So my favorite comedy is Dragon Ball Z Abridged. Oh uh, yes, Team Four Star. Team Four <laughs> yeah. Star. Oh fucking yeah. hilarious. The most quotable oh, show wow. ever. Oh, you're if you're dude, you're gonna be very. Yeah, I'm pulling some horse shit. This is the <laughs> most okay of the horse shit I'm pulling. <laughs> <laughs> like I know by the next one you'll be like that's not an anime and you know what you're right favorite but... battle shonen's gonna be Ed, ne- Ed Ed and Eddie just watch <laughs> so um... <laughs> <laughs> so Dragon Ball Z a bridge it's Dragon Ball Z but the but the you know the lines are really funny Vegeta fantastic top tier they even made the movies good it's very sad they stopped making it. I guess they stopped making it because they're afraid that people wouldn't like it as much after the Cell Saga, but it's them, and I'm pretty sure they could have done it. But I also they respect also their decision. They tired of getting copyright struck. Yeah, but and I, re- I respect their decision. So they should have done GT at least. You know what I mean? Because they had yeah, so no one, many. No one gives a shit about GT. But they would have. People would have gave. A or at least shit. start like super. Well, I guess that'd be even worse with the copyright. But like. Even if they were like yeah. a Patreon only thing, like I would totally would do. I would pay to okay watch it. Yeah. I would pay just to see those seasons. Yeah, like I would pay for like a month to see them all and then unpatronize. <laughs> um, so Dragon Ball Z abridged. Okay, um, time for my horse shit. Are you guys ready? No, I'm ready. Uh-huh. Okay, action. My action is. The 124th episode of Regular Show, Brilliant Century Duck Crisis. Um, basically, what? these four ducks, uh, I guess these, these uh, geese come to the park, and they want uh, to have the ducks sign a contract to make toys out of them. So the ducks and everyone at the park turns into this giant mech. And the four geese turned into a giant mech, and they have a very anime-styled fight. It's an American anime, uh, where it looks like regular show, but it's anime, um, where they fight, you know, in giant mechs, and it's Step awesome. Off. Step off! Thank you. <laughs> For some reason, um, Annie did not call out that one. Don't worry, it gets worse. Okay. Um, next up, let's do. Let's do adventure. Why not? I don't know if I've done adventure yet. I've lost track. I apologize. Adventure. It's um, Rooster Teeth animated adventures. That's my uncle. Mm. Um, they did it. <laughs> they did it. Oh, that's my uncle. <laughs> they did an anime parody <laughs> of Rooster Teeth animated adventure. Oh my god! The uh, the accent when he says that has not <laughs> aged well. <laughs> No, no one has not. <laughs> it's 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 not good, but you know what? It's 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 looks like an anime, 
and it it's anime, you know, American anime again. Um, I feel like you're taking my hey, you know, just because it's not from Japan doesn't make it anime. To oh, oh, absolutely! It totally this totally makes my list completely legit. Oh, so, um, oh, lookism, uh, the one that I mentioned in part one as my slice of life, I believe, is actually um, a Korean anime. I think I mentioned as well. So yeah, cool. it's mm-hmm. yeah. So it totally it totally works out. Um, yeah. So. Anything from oh, yeah. the West. Uh, that's my uncle. East. It's basically the same thing. The, uh, the four of the four main characters fight a villain, and then the villain gets beat. So yeah. <clears throat> Next up, we have this is my second to last one. We have drama, and my drama is. Let me see if I can let me see if I can find the name. Season two, episode twenty-two of Codename Kids Next Door, Operation Reports. Specifically, <laughs> specifically, <laughs> specifically, the number four section, where <laughs> the number four section, where um, number four looks like Goku. <laughs> when he number- yes, when he gets, he goes Super Saiyan. Yeah, oh he goes Super Saiyan, God. and his hair gets super long, and then. The, the the um oh what is it the delightful children from down the lane they're like this five headed monster <laughs> and um yeah um and number four like goes super saiyan and his hair just grows to be like twenty feet tall and he just goes ah crud and then they kick his ass very funny um it's anime um it looks like anime it's made in America That's so called- it's an American anime. Hey, watch watch Mojo and then realize that all you're doing is saying anime reference episodes. I know. <laughs> I told you I was pulling some horse shit, which I know you I guys probably didn't it hear it on the pod. Stables, but I guess think- I I guess I pulled such hard horse shit on that last one that Andy May actually left the podcast for a second and now he's No, back. that was my internet shout out. Oh, it was perfect timing because I said it and then you left. Yeah, so I, I thought I you were saying that he had enough of your bullshit. <laughs> this is why I'm going last because I'm pulling bullshit. I just know I've seen a few real anime, but you guys have mentioned most of them, and I thought it'd be you know funny to you know bring up some an- you know some real anime. <laughs> if you thought that was a stretch, oh boy, you guys wait. My last anime is horror. My horror one is uh, the 11th episode of the third season of The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, episode called My Peeps. Is it the entire episode? No. Is it a small section? No. It's about a five-second clip where Grim zaps Billy's eyes, and he looks at Grim and Mandy, and they look like an anime. (laughs) And they even speak Japanese. Oh my god. You know what? This seems so stretchy that even Mr. Fantastic can't do this. <laughs> yeah, I'm I, you know what? I, I'm at all you, on this one. Do you know what part I'm talking about? No. Don't worry, I'll make it the episode picture. I'll you'll you'll see it. Um but yeah, um there's a five second five second scene where Billy and Grimm but not Billy and Grimm. Uh, Grim, Grim and Mandy look like they're an anime. They speak Japanese, and then Billy screams, I don't understand what you're saying, and then they zap his eyes again, and they go away. So there you go. My top seven anime. Um, I'm very experienced, as you can see. <laughs> In all seriousness, though, um, as you said, you guys mentioned most of them. Full Metal Alchemist, although they haven't seen Brotherhood, I saw the original. I saw a bit of it. Probably about ten episodes. It's pretty good. One Punch Man, about ten episodes of that. Pretty good. Pretty good too. Very funny. Yep, I quite enjoyed it. Um, that like will be known as Dragon Ball Man. The regular Dragon Ball Z, of course. But that's these are all like the bitch answers. But like that's all no, I watch. I mean... Besides like Ruby. <clears throat> so like Ruby's the one I've had probably the most experience with. Because it had a uh, kick-ass volume one theme song, and I was like, yeah, I'll watch an episode. And then the whole series later, I'm like, oh, shit. I just watched the whole series. Oops. 
And uh, yeah. yeah, I've been a fan ever since. It's been great. So there's nothing wrong with that. Enjoy what you like. Yeah, absolutely. Even though I'm going to judge you from a distance, but enjoy what you like. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't do anything wrong. I followed your no, rules. No, no, not at all. <laughs> you can look them all up. They're probably they're probably listed as anime on some website on the internet. I'm going to make the website and be like, is this anime exotic? <laughs> Everything that he mentioned, as I said, if I'm if I'm calling out Code Lyoko, I probably have not seen enough. I think for real though, I've seen like extensively, like where I've seen like more than like five, like two or three episodes. I've seen like maybe five. Like I just don't watch that much. Um, Ruby, Ruby, um, Full Metal Alchemist, Initial D. One Punch Man and like Pokemon, maybe. I mean, technically, it is an anime, so I I, I can let that one actually go by because it actually is this it is an anime. But Yu Gi Oh and Digimon. Yeah, Yu Gi Oh Digimon video game. The Bakion video game is super good. I didn't watch the show very much, but the video game is great. I wish it was you back like fighting food. The Bakugans, the ones that were like balls Our that ball? they threw out. Yes. <laughs> Did you roll on a magnetic card Dude, and they just Yes. Like yes. Out. Like me and my friends <laughs> would actually play Baki. Like we actually collected Baki on and the first one I ever got was this OP shit. Like we had like two hundred more power points than like anybody else. It was amazing. Um, they hated you. Oh they did. It, it got worse. Uh because I it was a red one so I got this like you know, the magnetic cards, they, like, increase the power mm-hmm. level based on what color. And so I got this one that, like, super overpowered my red one, and they're like, well, we need to balance this out. So, uh, they gave me the shitty white one that had, like, I think my, like, red one had, like, ballpark, like, 700 power points or whatever, which is a lot. They're usually, like, 500. They gave me a white one that had, like, 350. Um, and they I was were like, playing oh. for your downfall. Well... Unfortunately for them, I got a magnetic card where it said that um, whoever had the lowest number won, and for white, it gave them zero. So I would just lay my white one on that one, and then I would win. It was beautiful. (laughs) Oh, Baki gone. And then there was Beyblade. Oh, I had a few. Yeah. Yeah, I never played Beyblade very much. I had friends who had it, but... I can never get it to spin properly. There's always. I think I had in. one or two Beyblades. Ooh. As anime always says, sounds like a skill issue. It totally was. <laughs> Just don't know how to let it rip. <laughs> yeah, yeah man. Clearly, you weren't twisting it long enough. Dude, I never, I never understood how to play Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, I think I learned how to play once, and then I just, could, I never got it. Same with Pokemon. I never played Pokemon correctly. Don't ever, don't play Yu-Gi-Oh now. That's. Oh my god! Like I tried, and I was like, "What?" Like even now, I'm like, "I, I can't." I think I'm using turning cards old. sideways and deep, like track cards and. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh, track cards don't mean shit anymore. Oh, my monster is completely immune to trap cards because it's a trap card itself. It's a trap card monster. There's literally <laughs> a, a trap card monster that is oh, a trap. No. There's a whole deck. They're called Trap Z's or something like that. And they just they trap other monsters. Oh no. So I I recall playing Yu-Gi-Oh! like when I was in like grade one or two. And then in high school it uh for some reason had a resurgence and so um I had a couple of friends who were just like, Yeah, there's some spare cards and uh so I built like this very basic deck, but like I remember being super lost trying to get back in because I was like the fuck is the synchro summon mechanic? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Five Ds. I actually made it work, and my I ended up with a like halfway decent deck for what I was doing. The I had a really interesting gimmick with my cards because they were all part of a series called like the Kakuri or something. But they're all kind of like Japanese robot cards, and so um, with it, um, like they would do things if. They were in attack mode, but once it became targeted, they would change modes. So, like, I had a bunch um, that would have, like, no attack, but they had, like, super high defense. 
and you had to play it right because you didn't want them to be um, in defense mode by the end of your turn. But on the flip side, you couldn't attack with them because they had no attack. So you had a whole bunch of like spells and traps they would use that would do an effect, and then uh, you target your monster, you would do an effect, and then it would uh, change its uh, its position. Ew. Just, it, a lot it of was, work. It was interesting. It was a fun mini game to play with my head because it was like the I need you to be in defense mode by the end of this turn. Oh god, how do I get you there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeez. That's so dumb. Yeah, whenever we used to play Bakugan, and you guys will probably laugh just like everyone else. But we played in two modes. We played regular Bakugan and then hardcore Bakugan. So what we called it. Is a hardcore version? No, it's it's something it's something we made up. Um, regular version. If you're if your Bakugan landed within like half a card's length, but didn't land on the card, we would just put it on the card. In hardcore, it had to actually land on the card, or you just miss your turn. Oh, so just if you play it proper. Yeah, pretty. He was much. playing new card plug, new game plug. Well, because the magnet is only on the very bottom of the Bakugan, so if you throw it sideways, it's not going to go. You know. Mm-hmm. So. We're like, yeah, if you throw it, but, like, it doesn't land... If it lands, as I said, within, like, half a card's length, then we would just put it on the card. But otherwise, um... Otherwise, yeah. And I don't know if this is how it works in the actual game, but, like, in the video game, if you, like, hit your Bakugan against someone else's Bakugan, they would lose points. Like, they would lose power points, so we we did that, too. If you actually, like, physically hit their Bakugan, uh, then they would lose some points, which is pretty cool. Well, I ever played uh, marbles, where it's like you have the marbles in a circle, and then you hit your their marble, and then you take their marble because you hit their marble with your marble. You ever heard of that? You ever played dominoes? It almost sounds like curling. <laughs> it's kind of like curling, but it's like in a circle, and you like all your everyone's sitting around it, and they're like plucking their marbles, and then knocking the other marbles out of the circle. And if your marbles out of the circle, that person picks it up. And then, like, kids had, like, really cool-looking marbles, and then that one kid who just sucked at it, and you knew he did, and he brought his marbles to school, and you just like, oh, we're going to get this kid. He has that cat-eye one that has the purple in it instead of all yellow. And he just, everyone will gang up on him, so then he could lose his marbles. So it was always fun. Um, <laughs> we thank you very much for listening. Um... Uh, we are blah blah blah. I like oh. I just like saying this, even though you know you're already listening and you already know this. We're on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast. Uh, if you listen anywhere else, you are a nerd, and we love you for it. Also, Always. also shout out to the FedEx Delivery Podcast. Two beers in a barn. Uh, <laughs> they, they drink beers in a barn. <laughs> <laughs> sounds, sounds like I'm, I'm not knocking you, you know, UPS or FedEx podcast, but that sounds like something that does not want to happen. Um, Very red deck. Yeah, yeah. And then in a few months, they will have merch. So I will put a link to their merch line whenever they release that. Um, and I'm going are we to playing other podcasts. <laughs> we are. In fact, you know what? I I need a group vote here. Should I contact them for a collab? Uh, Let's see how many listens they get listened to, so then we can steal their listeners. Okay. <laughs> we could totally promote our show with their two listeners, me being one. Yeah, that's, that's two listeners we didn't have. And, they can yeah. promote our, and we can promote their show with our five listeners? Yeah, our five listeners. <laughs> the four of <laughs> us plus my brother? Yeah. Make it an equal seven. Oh man. So um so yeah. Two beers in the barn. You should totally listen to it. They talk about FedEx. It's pretty great. Um yeah. With that, hopefully we'll be back next week for a uh, pretty interesting topic. The one we got in an email a couple of weeks ago. So I'm pretty excited to share that. Um, so yeah, with that, I am your host, if you like me, man. I have been another Lightfire53, and I have been joined by... EJ Soybean, the man who eats butter. Birthday boy.
and actually Wait, hold on. Can enough. you eat butter just as butter? <laughs> Sometimes you, you a butter You can't leave me on a cliffhanger like this. Hold on. Sometimes a butter in a jelly sandwich. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I've heard of that before. Okay, but you're not just eating it by the stick. Gotcha. Uh, oh, this is unsalted. Live in fear, exactly. Live in fear, light. Live in fear. Black Yes, and actually signing off, at least under this name, until the next time someone of this name comes along close enough for it to be called a comeback. This has been Any May. Wow!